Shalom Aleichem for Shabbat Yitro, Shabbos Yisro, Mishnah Yomi is in chapter 9 of Kituvot, Mishnah Bet. Mishamet, a married man passed away, Hiniach Isha, leaving a widow, Uvalchov, and creditors to whom he owed money, Vyorshin, and also his children who inherit his property. Now the Bepharshim explain the law here is that the Balchov, a creditor, or the Isha, they collect from karka, from land, from real estate, whereas the movable property, the metaltalin, should, in theory, go directly to the Yorshin, the heirs, the children, and not be subject to the lien of the creditor or the ketuva. After all, they have other things to collect from. So in this case, v'hayalo pikodon, o milva biyad acherim, and the man who passed away, he had a deposit. He had some cash deposited in the safety deposit box, or he had a loan outstanding. Someone owed him money as well, someone in someone else's hand. So these assets are not yet in the estate, so maybe we shouldn't give them directly to the Yorshin, but should use them to pay the debts. Or maybe since the Yorshin, the heirs are supposed to take metaltalin, non-real estate property, they should get it. So Tarfun Omer, yet not knew the coach Shabahen. Tarfin says these assets that are not yet in the estate should be given to the weaker of them, the weaker claimant. Now there's a debate. Is the weaker claimant the Balchov, the creditor? Because after all, the lending of the money probably happened after the marriage. And if somebody lends money, then only the real estate the husband owned at the time is leaned to that debt. Or maybe it's the wife herself collecting the ketuva who is technically the weaker party because it's not really normal for women to go around and make claims and be aware of the location of all of the real estate and assets. So maybe the maybe she's in the weaker position. So Rabbi Tarvin's saying, we'll give it to the weaker one instead of giving it to the heirs. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Ein bedin. We don't have mercy in judgment. It's an interesting statement because on Yom Adin, Yom Kippur, and also on Rosh Hashanah, we literally ask Hashem for mercy. Okay, so when Hashem is sitting to judge us, we should ask for mercy. But when a human being is judging the monetary rights of other people, and if you give to one person, you automatically are taking away money from another person, that's a different situation. We understand Hashem can be merciful on anyone and everyone. No one else loses out. But in this situation, if we give it to one party, then those those assets are not available to the heirs. Ella, rather, what do we do? According to Rekiva, Yenatnuli Yorshin, give the movable properties to the heirs. Shakulan Srichin Shavua, and he has a logical argument because any other claimant needs a Shavua to make an oath. Now, the oath they're going to make is that they weren't paid or partially paid already. So when the woman comes to claim her ketuva money and to, you know, to have the court sell properties of her deceased husband to pay the ketuva, she has to make a shvua in front of the court that she wasn't paid already. But heirs do not need to make an oath in order to inherit the property that is due to them from their late father. Let's go on to Mishnah Gimel, which actually brings a related machlokis. The husband died and he passed away leaving crops that he owned, but they weren't attached to the land. So you should know if the crops are attached to the land, as we mentioned in the last chapter, they are considered part of the land. And obviously they could be claimed by the Balchov, the creditors, or the uh, the widow for her ketuva. But here they're not attached. And here apparently they're in a public space so there's no issue of trespassing to go get them. So the din is kolakodem zoche behen. Whoever gets there first has the legal right to them. The Mishnah adds zochto haisha yoter megdvata. If the woman went and claimed this detached produce, 
in satisfaction of her ketuva, but instead of getting 100 zoos or 200 zoos, she got 300 zoos worth of produce. Um, or vice versa, the creditor who was owed money, he was owed 100 zoos and he got 150 zoos from that pile. Hamotar, the leftover amount, the above and beyond amount. Rabbi Tarfan Omer, you not know the kosher shebehen. It should go to the weaker party, meaning either to the isha, the widow, if the, it was the creditor who collected extra, or vice versa, if the widow collected extra, then she should pay off the creditor of her deceased husband. Rabbi Kiva Omer, ein rochavin bedin. Again, Rabbi Kiva objects to this favoring the weaker party in judgment. Again, he says, give it to the children of the deceased. Because anyone else would have to make an oath that they were not already paid. And again, the heirs do not need to make any oath to claim the property of their father. Good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom.